we'd like to just invite you to join us as we enter into worship, uh, led by our Cal Mesa Pathfinders. Would you all stand together as we begin the service this morning? God, we are so blessed to be here today. Thank you for all the blessings that you have given. Thanks for this opportunity to be here. Help us to learn more today about how faithful you are to us. Amen. Please join us as we read the call to worship this morning. It's taken from Isaiah 40. Zoe and Angel will be reading the leader's part. I would invite you to join me in reading the congregation's part. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Proclaim to her that the hard times have come to an end. That her sins have been forgiven. And that there has been more than enough suffering because of them. A voice says, cry out. And I say, what shall I cry? People are like grass, and their glory like the flowers of the field. 
the grass withers and the flowers fade. Surely people are like that. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God is faithful forever. You who bring good news to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, shout it out and don't be afraid. Say to everyone, here is your God. See how amazingly powerful he is. See how amazingly gentle he is. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and holds them close to his heart. He gently leads who have young ones to care for. To whom will you compare me or who is my equal, says the Lord. Look up to the stars in the heavens who created all these. Each star is known individually and by name. He sustains each one by his power. So how could we think that God does not notice? Or that he is not interested in what is happening with us? Don't you know? Haven't you heard? The Lord is the creator of it all. He doesn't get tired and he understands everything. He gives energy to the weary. He makes stronger those who are weak. Even young people get tired. And the most agile stumble and fall. But those whose hope is in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar with wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Good morning, and uh, this is our opportunity to sing praises to our God. Join us in singing, How Great is Our God.
get a chance to sing this next song very often here at church, but uh, that means you're going to need to get your hands a little loose here and um, probably going to have to do a little clapping and maybe following some motions that are going to happen up here. But join us in singing Jesus Love is Bubbling Over. Oh, oh, oh. 
final song we want to sing is, Oh God, You Are My God. This is a prayer to our God. Let's sing those words out together. to invite you to continue to express your gratitude and praise for God's amazing goodness and faithfulness to us by sharing your tithes and offerings. The special offering today is for Adventist TV and World Budget. If you would like to give to that, please mark your tithe envelopes accordingly. Our loose offering goes to support our local church budget. The children's offering for MGA students will be taken up a little later in the service just before the children's story. Ushers, please stand. Please join me in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for all the ways you bless us and for being the amazing God that you are. You hold the universe all together, and yet, as small and insignificant that we seem in comparison to that, you still give a role to play in sharing your love with those around us. We ask now that you would bless these offerings so that others, too, can come to know who you are, the amazing and faithful God you are. In Jesus' name, amen.
the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart? Not because of who I am. But because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, vapor in the wind, still you. You catch me when I'm falling And you've told me who I am I am yours I am yours Who am I That the eyes that see my sin Would look on me the calm the sea would call out through the rain and calm the storm in me not because of who I am but because of what you've done not because of what I've done but because of who
Thank you for the Sabbath day, and thank you for all of the blessings in our lives. Please help anyone here or anyone else in the world who is sick or hurting. We ask a special blessing this morning for Heidi Langford and Alice Soderblom. We continue to have confidence in your healing powers. Please help us to do your will and to make our words your words. I pray all of these things in your name. Amen. of his hand marked off the heavens. Who has held all the dust of the earth in a bucket? Or weighed the mountains on the scale in the hills and abouts? Who has understood the mind of the Lord? Or showed him the path of understanding? Surely the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are like specks of dust on a scale. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Have you been, haven't you been told this from the very beginning? God sits enthroned high above the earth. And people are like grasshoppers in comparison. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet they are he your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Besides, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Your heavenly Father knows what you need. So seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And everything else you need will be yours as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wow, there are so many great pictures and memories in here. These are just great. Now, if I can just get it all organized somehow. Oh, hey, Maddie. Hey, Brittany. Um, what's with the box? Well, I was just trying to get some of the stuff from the Oshkosh trip organized. Oh, that was such an amazing trip. And getting there was half the fun. Yeah, I know. And the campery itself was great, especially all this stuff about God and the whole idea of faithfulness, too. That's right. Forever faithful. And you know, it's not just about us being faithful to God, but more about how God is faithful to us. Yeah. And so that's what I'm working on here, but it looks like I'm not the only one working on something. What do you have here? Oh, well, that would be my telescope. And this is a cool book I found on what you can see through it. Oh. Well, not through that telescope exactly. You see, it's not all that powerful. But what you can see through some bigger and better ones. Here, check this out. Whoa, those are really cool. What are all of those? Those are all called galaxies. And this one right here, that one's the Eagle Nebula. Believe it or not, it's 7,000 light years away. Wow. And right here, this little one, that's Betelgeuse. It's about 425 light years away. I can't even begin to imagine how far that is. I know, and Betelgeuse is one of the closer ones. 
Isn't it so amazing that what seems like little tiny points of light to our eyes really looks like all of these up there right now? Well, except, of course, that's not what you're seeing right now. Well, yeah, I mean, the telescope, of course, magnifies it so we can see it better. Well, even with that, you're still not seeing what is there. What do you mean? You're not seeing what is there. You're more seeing what was there a very long time ago with that. I still don't get it. You mean you have a really slow telescope or something? <laughs> no, the telescope is fine. It's just what you see that takes a while. Oh, so you mean the light coming into the telescope is slow? No, no, it's traveling very fast, actually. It's traveling over 186,000 miles per second. Huh. And it's just that it takes a long time to get here because it has so far to go. Well, here, it talks about it more right here. Oh, so then if that star we're looking at, Betelgeuse here, in the constellation Orion is 425 light years away, that means when I look at it now, I'm not really seeing what it looks like right now at all. I'm seeing what it looked like 425 years ago, like in the year, let's see, like 1590? Yep, that's history you're looking at. So, what Betelgeuse is doing right now, you won't be able to see for another 425 years. In the year 2540? Wow, that's really mind-boggling. And Betelgeuse is relatively close. The Orion Nebula itself is 1,300 light years away. You mean? Yep. What you're looking at now, you're not seeing, you're seeing it from 700 AD. Well, <laughs> I'm glad I'm already sitting down. <laughs> and there are things out there, way farther out there. Astronomers think that the edge of the universe is 42 billion light years away. I don't even think that fits on the calendar. Well, you're not the only one having trouble remembering what fits on the calendar. Oh, hey, Jaden. Hey, Elijah. Having calendar problems? No, we're actually doing just fine with the calendar. Except that I don't think Eli remembers what day it is. Hmm. Last time I checked, it was... February 14th. Exactly, which of course is... Oh, I get it now. Hearts and flowers. You mean yeah. that today is... No, but that's what you guys weren't talking about, was it? Oh. No. We were talking about light years and how far away the stars are and how when you look at them at night, you're not seeing them as they are, but as they were. Oh, good. I mean, how interesting. <laughs> yeah. And how a lot of what we see when we look at the stars at night happened so long ago, and so much time has passed by that it doesn't even fit on our calendars. Wow, that is weird. I'm not even sure how to think about that. I guess calendars aren't your specialty today, but it might be more complicated than that. Really? How so? Well, according to my science teacher, not only has a lot of time gone by, but time doesn't always stay at the same rate. Hmm. What? I think you lost me there. Great. Twice in the same day? Oh, I think I get it. You mean like Einstein and space and time and all that, right? Oh yeah, and how time passes at a different rate, depending on how fast you're going. Yep, the faster you go, the slower time goes by. Oh, oh and if someone could go fast enough while well, years and years of time would go by... Then only a few days would have passed for them. Wow, that really is bizarre. Yeah, it's been really an amazing universe we live in, isn't it? I'll say, if the stuff we know is this strange, what about the stuff we don't even know yet? Yeah, so not only is what we see when we look at the stars, not what actually is right now, but 
what was. But even time itself doesn't pass the same rate all the time either. Wow, those must be some really faithful stars out there. Why would you say that? Well, think of all those years that were shining before anyone ever saw them. I might have given up before I was even seen. Yeah, I guess you could look at it like that. But however you look at it, the universe still is an amazing place. Yeah, and the God who made it and who put it all together and who holds it all together must be pretty amazing too. You know, it's kind of like Elijah said, there may be more to Forever Faithful than just this scrapbook I'm trying to put together. Oh, that's a great idea. You're working on a scrapbook for the Forever Faithful Camporee? Mm-hmm. Need some help with that? Yeah, you know, I think I could use some. Um, maybe after we get something to eat? Sounds good to me. Do you guys want to meet me back here later to work on it? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's go see what we can find. It's amazing to think about how long we might have to wait to see the things that we are wanting to. Well, for those of you who have been patiently waiting for the children's story, it is finally time for that. Uh, as you're coming up to the front, I'd also like to invite you guys to pick up the children's offering for the students at Mesa Grande Academy. So are you guys ready for the story to begin? Or do you guys think that we should wait a little bit longer? How many of you guys like to wait? Waiting isn't always easy or fun, is it? Can you think of a time when waiting was pretty hard for you guys? Yep. Yep, all right. Well, one of the things that we've been waiting for for a really long time now is for Jesus to return. He said that we should wait and that we shouldn't give up and that he'd be coming soon, but... It seems like it's taking a really, really long time. It's kind of like when you guys are on a car trip with your mom and dad, and you're like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Has that ever happened to you guys? Yeah, I know it has. Well, this morning, we're going to be thinking about what faithfully waiting is like. 
We're going to be using our imaginations a little bit. We're going to imagine that these chairs up here are actually seats on a bus. And this bus is going to be taking some very excited passengers to a destination. Let's watch as these passengers get ready to board. Now, of course, what would a bus be without a really awesome bus driver? Someone who knows the bus and the road they are traveling on really well, and, who's sure, and who is sure to get them safely to their destination. In fact, one of the things that makes this bus driver so awesome is he knows each one of the passengers individually as well. And he's also the one who bought and paid for their tickets. You can't get much more awesome than that. Well, the bus driver invited all of the passengers to board the bus. Each one of these passengers was unique in their own way, and it looked like it was going to be an interesting trip. <laughs> as soon as they all got settled into their seats, the bus driver pulled out into traffic and the journey began. At times the road was smooth and straight, and the passengers were very comfortable, but other times it was full of twists and turns. and even quite bumpy and rough. Sometimes they were climbing up steep grades, and other times descending into low valleys. But no matter what the road was like, the bus driver just kept right on going. At first, everyone was really excited about the trip, but as time and the road kept going on and on and on and on, it soon became clear that the experience of waiting was not quite the same for everyone. Some stayed busy by being helpful to other passengers on the bus and shared what they had and what they were learning. When the bus would stop for fuel or for food or the occasional repair, some would get off with the driver to help with the fueling or talk to people that they met along the way. Sometimes they would even invite other people to join them on the bus trip. And some people decided to go along. When the new passengers would ask about tickets, the driver would always tell them not to worry. There was plenty of room on his bus, and besides, he'd already paid for their ticket. He was happy to welcome them aboard. All of this, of course, took some time, because the driver did not want to leave anyone behind. For those who were busy helping out and inviting people, time seemed to be going by pretty quickly. But for some of the other passengers, they would get restless, and they would ask the driver, Are we there yet? But the driver would always smile and say, No need to worry, we'll be there soon. Some of the passengers, though, tended to worry a lot when they had to wait. It was hard for them to just trust the driver. So they would start doing things, like looking out the windows for road signs and mileage markers, so they could figure out how much longer they were going to be on the road. As a result, some of them missed out on opportunities to help those around them, both on and off the bus, and the ride seemed to take a little bit longer for them. Waiting is definitely not an easy thing to do. Some had such a hard time that they began to worry that maybe their tickets would expire, or that they might do something wrong and the driver would take their ticket away. So they would hide in the back of the bus and hope the driver would not notice them, which of course made for a very nerve-wracking ride. For them, the trip seemed to take forever. And every now and then, somebody would get so frustrated that they simply gave up and got off the bus and walked away. This would always make the bus driver very sad. 
But just as the tickets to ride the bus were free, some people were also free to get off if they wanted to as well. But the driver never stopped watching for them along the road, hoping that they might decide to get back on the bus. And of course, there were those who fell asleep almost as soon as they got into their seats, and they slept the whole way through the trip. This was kind of sad for the other passengers, because they didn't get to talk to them along the way, but at least they were sleeping peacefully. And when the driver woke them up at the end of the trip, for them, it seemed like the whole trip had taken no time at all. But, however it was that they experienced the trip, all those who continued to trust in the faithfulness of the driver to get them there now joyfully arrived at their destination, safe and sound. They happily followed the driver off the bus and to the destination that they had been traveling towards for so long. It's a pretty cool trip, huh? But waiting can definitely be hard sometimes. Sometimes it seems like it's never going to end, but other times it seems like time is flying by. But no matter how long it seems to take, the most important thing is that we pay attention to the driver. Not so much the road signs along the way, although they are very helpful, or even what our clocks are telling us. We always need to keep trusting in our driver, and I bet you guys can guess who the driver is. No matter how long it takes or how long the road is, We know that God is forever faithful to us and will get us to where we need to go, which means that we can sit back and enjoy the trip and invite others to come with us as well. As you guys go back to your seats, keep on listening for how else we can listen to God's faithfulness. must understand that in the last days, many people will begin to think things like, Didn't Jesus say he was coming soon? Where is he anyway? They will say, everything seems to be going on the same way. It always has since the beginning of creation. Why is it taking so long? But they forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens and the earth came into existence. And by that same word, We know that everything will come to the conclusion God is planning when Jesus returns. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. For God, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some people understand slowness. Rather, God is patient and doesn't rush through things, because he doesn't want anyone to get lost or left behind along the way. But have no doubt the Lord will come, and it will... Be an amazing surprise for everyone. And so we ought to be living well as we look forward to it. In keeping, his prom- in keeping with his promise, we look forward to what is coming. A new heaven and a new earth. A place that we can really call home. figure out how to organize all this stuff is definitely taking much longer than I expected. And what happened to the people who were going to help me? Hi, Madison. What are you doing? 
Oh, well, at the moment, I'm mostly just waiting. I thought that Brittany, Jaden, and Elijah would be here by now, but I don't see them anywhere. Maybe they just lost track of time or something. Yeah, I guess we don't all experience time going by in the same way. My mom always says, time flies when you're having fun. True, true, but sometimes waiting can be pretty challenging, too. Yeah, for me, too. So, what were you waiting for them to help you with? Oh, I've been trying to put together a Forever Faithful Camporee scrapbook. What? That's a great idea. That was such an amazing trip. Can I help? Yeah, sure. Well, right now I'm trying to figure out how to organize these pictures and things. Like, I could do it by day, with one section for each day of the trip, or I could do it by topic, like honors we earned, evening programs, something like that. I don't know. I'm just not really sure how to get started. What do you think? Hmm, I don't know. Any of those ways would work. Hmm. Well, what were your favorite parts of the campery? Hmm, that's hard to say. Mm -hmm. There were so many great things. But I really liked the evening programs, especially the ones about Daniel. Yes, they did a spectacular job with that. I hadn't really thought about what it must have been like for Daniel or the other Hebrew people living in Babylon all that time. For Daniel, it was pretty much his whole life. It must have seemed like forever for him. Yeah, instead of forever faithful, it must have seemed like forever waiting. Yeah, but you know, that's when I finally understood the forever faithful part. Oh yeah, you mean like in the stories of the lion's den or the fiery furnace, right? Where everyone could just see how faithful they were? Well, yes, those were the most spectacular examples. But all those put together probably only took a couple of weeks. It was all the other stuff that took a whole lifetime that really impressed me. Hmm, like what? Like deciding to living live a healthy lifestyle around others who didn't. Hmm. Or, uh, let's see, serving God and being faithful to him, even when he lived around people who didn't believe the same. Or, hmm, let's see, all the years that he served the king of um, Persia and Babylon, just doing his job and sometimes sharing God's message with them too. Oh, yeah. That really is what he spent most of his life doing, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't always about the lions and fiery furnaces where everyone was watching. It was mostly honoring God when hardly anyone was watching. Yeah, that's true. It was like Daniel could see what others couldn't. Well, he did interpret some dreams and had a few visions, but I think what he saw was even more than that. Yeah. I think it was like he knew what it meant to live as part of God's kingdom, even though he was a captive in another one. Yeah, sometimes the things that we don't see are more real than the things that we can. Hmm. But I'll bet you, the waiting was still pretty hard for him, though, at times. Maybe so. But that's probably when faithfulness shows up the most. That's true. Daniel really was amazingly faithful. Maybe so but I don't think that's the way he would have seen it. Why do you say that? Well, because I think what Daniel was focused on was not how faithful he was being to God, but rather how amazingly faithful God was being to him. Oh, I get it. So for Daniel, forever faithful wasn't really about him as much as it was 
about God. Yeah, it's because we know that God is forever faithful, that we can believe or see things they really that they really are and not the way they appear to be. Oh yeah. So I guess you don't have to have a lion's den or a fiery furnace in your life to see that. Exactly. But if you ever do, seeing that is what makes the difference. Huh. Well, I'm not really sure how I'm gonna put this together yet, but you know, after talking to you, I feel like I understand this whole faithfulness idea a whole lot better. Well, do you want to come with me and help look for the guys who are supposed to be helping? Sure. Let's go. Now, faith is the confidence in what we hope for, an assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. And that we do see came from what we can't. That says it pretty well. And that's not to mention those whose faithfulness led to kingdoms being conquered kingdoms. Justice being administered. Promises being fulfilled. Even lions' mouths being shut. Yet, there were others who faced jeers, beatings, jail time, and even worse than that. The world was not worthy of them. And though they too were faithful, they still spent their whole lives waiting. They did not get to see much of what God had promised them. But in spite of that, God still has something amazing planned for all of us that we will all celebrate together. The minds of many have been blinded, so they cannot see the good news that is revealed in Jesus and shows us what God is like. That it's not about us and our faithfulness, it's about Jesus and His. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to Himself. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. That's why we don't give up, no matter how things look on the outside. Because on the inside, we know the, things, we know the way things really are. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. store was really amazing. It was. Oh, it looks like we're too late. I think Madison might have given up on us. We probably shouldn't have stopped at that one store on our way back. Not that you noticed all the nice cards that I went to display there. Oh, like the flowers and the chocolates and the little heart-shaped boxes. Those are really cute. I'm wondering if I'm going to see some of that later on. I was wondering that same thing. Well, I'm wondering what Madison is, since we told her we were going to help her with her scrapbook. Oh, right, the scrapbook. I guess we do have all these nice pictures and things we brought for it, don't we? Oh, hey, you guys have pictures, too? That's great. Hey, there you are. We were afraid that you've given up on us. Well, actually, we're out looking for you. Uh, I guess we got a little distracted on the way back. Or maybe not distracted enough. Well, that's okay. At least we found each other, right? Well, hey, did you get the Forever Faithful thing sorted out so we could get started? Well, not exactly, but... After talking to you guys and Jordan, there is one thing that has become more clear to me. Oh, what's that? Well, it's bigger and more complicated, yet simpler than I thought. I must be missing something here. Yes, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> well, actually, Elijah, it's what you said about how faithful the stars must be. 
That really got me thinking. Really? Yeah, because even though what they're doing right now won't be seen until so much later, they're still faithfully shining anyways. Oh, you mean just because we don't see it yet doesn't mean it isn't real? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I get it. You mean it's just like the stars. What our eyes tell us are not what is, but what they were. But what God tells us and invites us to trust is what is, whether or not we can see it yet. Yeah, like when Daniel knew he could trust what God said was true, uh, even though it didn't seem like it. Yeah, because what God has done and what God has promised is what is, whether we can see it or not. Oh, and that will make God forever faithful. Exactly. So forever faithful is as much about God and what he promises as it is about us believing it, even when we can't see it. Maybe even more than that. Why is that? Well, because Daniel and his friends were able to be faithful, faithful all throughout their lives because they believed that God was already forever faithful. Whether they could see it or not. Yeah. So that means if everything looks like it's a mess in our lives, like if you've been carried away as a captive to Babylon or something, yeah, like that. We need that to not let the way things seem to be keep us on focusing on what really is. That we're all God's children, and we're loved by God. That's what is, even when the circumstances don't let us see it yet. Yeah, forever faithful is what God is, whether we can see it or not, and we can trust that. Wow, so that would mean if I had a hard time seeing myself as someone God still loves and has forgiven, I can still trust that I am, for that's something God has already done, whether I can see it or not. Yeah, sometimes, like the light from the stars, it may take us a while to be able to see it, but that doesn't change that it's already there. We don't live in the past the way things were, but rather in the present the way things are. So that means when things are taking forever and sometimes we just want to give up, we all need to experience um, to think that of, I remember, we don't need to live in the past, <laughs> but we need to remember that it is different the way it is right now. Oh, okay. It's just like how the children's story was saying, like about how we don't all experience time going by in the same way. Oh, like in the Chronicles of Narnia, when things that took years and years in Narnia took hardly any time in our world at all? Yeah, I guess that's why the Bible says that for God, a thousand years is like a day. Or when Jesus said, the kingdom of God has arrived, even though we can't see it with our own eyes yet. Wait, but can we believe something that we don't fully understand yet? Well, Elijah, I think we do that all the time, really. We do it with like astronomy and physics and biology. There's a lot of things that we know, but still a lot of things we're trying to figure out. I wouldn't be surprised if the all-knowing God is like that, too. Really hard to understand, but still very amazing as well. Yeah. And even though God is bigger than we can fully wrap our minds around, what we do know for sure is the kind of person God is because of Jesus. He's forever faithful to us and someone we can trust, no matter how things look. Which kind of makes me want to be forever faithful to him, too. Yeah. So, how do we get that all into a scrapbook? I don't know. So huge, yet so simple. But what I'd really like to do is get all of that into my life. Me too. 
Well, I have an idea. Why don't we all head on over to the park? And we can see what we're going to do from there. So, um, Madison, you grab the box. Okay. Jaden, um, Jordan, could you <laughs> grab that picture? Jaden, you grab Elijah. And maybe we can go to the store on the way back. Yeah, there's some great stuff there. Come on, Eli. Yes, I'm coming. Father, thank you for this day. Please help anybody who is hurt. Please bless this church in this Sabbath. Thank you for this, the people who could come today. Amen. Yeah. 